0: Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you sometimes find that your behavior gets overtaken in emotionally charged situations where you start behaving in a way that's not good for you, not good for others and not good for the greater good? Well, that's because you're human and we all have a challenge with this until we learn what I'm gonna teach you this week. And that's how to keep those disruptive emotions in check. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, VUCA Leadership and Sustainable Performance Coach, and today I want to continue our conversation around self-management by helping you to learn the strategies of behavioral self-control. We've talked over the last few weeks about the fact that there's no such thing as a negative emotion every emotion is a positive one because it's there designed to give you a cue and a clue of what's going on for you physiologically and therefore enabling you to navigate your emotions unfortunately there are situations like we talked about last week that trigger behavior based on what happens between that initial physiological sensation of the emotion to that initial feeling that you choose to feel. It's a combination of what you think and what you believe and what you make it mean. And therefore, it can go outside the bounds of logic. And in a lot of cases, it can actually be counterintuitive to what you're actually wanting to achieve. So, as I said, every one of us have this attribute. We all do it because we're human beings. We're emotional beings. So what I've had to learn to do is to shift that psychology so that I can then go down the path of a healthy response to the initial emotion. That's what I want to teach you this week. I talked last week about the fact that traffic was a big trigger for me. And that if I got stuck in traffic, I would start ruminating on those negative thoughts of I'm gonna be late, they're not gonna like me, they're gonna think this about me. Whatever I made that mean then determined what I would next do. I'd honk the horn, I'd say things out loud to people that were four cars in front of me that didn't go when the lights turned green. They couldn't hear me but it was what was going on for me internally that I expressed externally. And that's what you do too. So let me now teach you a five-step strategy that when those triggers are pushed, that will help you to be able to determine the behavior that you want and do things differently to what you might have been doing up until now. Behavioural conditioning is all about building a pattern in our neural pathways that says when this happens, this is how we respond or react. So this strategy is going to work over a period of time to rewire your brain through neuroplasticity. So the first thing you have got to do is recognise that the behaviour that you're currently using in those situations is not good. It's not helping you and it's not helping others. You've then got to reject it and go, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do something differently. Then you've got to do something differently and replace the behavior with a new one. Then you repeat, 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 just like you did to form the neural pathways, the pattern that you've currently got that's formed your conditioning. That means you can go from here to here really, really quickly by repetition, repeating the new strategy over and over until it becomes stronger than the old one. That's what this strategy will do. So let's break it down now into five steps that when you feel that initial urge to behave in a certain way, to think in a certain way, based on the trigger that's being pushed to changing that behavior that you normally would do so that you feel a different way and get a much different response. Okay, number one, the first thing you need to do is name the emotion. You're not able to manage the response to an emotion if you don't know which one it is. By getting that understanding that we talked about last week around the trigger and then being able to name it and know by what's physically going on for you, which emotion it is, that's the first step. A lot of times we might be confused as to which actual emotion it is that we are experiencing and therefore we can employ the wrong strategy. So that's point number one, name the emotion. To do that, you've got to notice it first. You've got to be aware of what's going on physiologically for you and recognise that cue. Then by harnessing what it is, you can shift to step two in the strategy. Number two is to audit your thoughts. Remember that the initial emotion is physiological. The feeling comes from the psychological. And in between those two, it's what you make it mean. It's what you believe. It's what you think and ruminate about that creates the shift in your feeling. I like to say that a feeling is something that I choose. It's not something that's pushed on me. And where you have control and where managing and controlling comes in is in this gap. So by auditing your thoughts, you'll be able to understand what you're making it mean, what it's doing to your internal dialogue. And therefore, you'll be able to shift into step three. Number three is to decide on the outcome. So using the logical processes in your brain to be able to go, where do I want to go here? What do I really want to happen If this was within my control, that I could get the actual outcome that I want, not the one that I normally get by having disruptive behavior, what would it be? And that sets you a target. That sets you a goal. It's a place that you're going on that next part of the journey. Number four is to control the sabotage. You and I do things all the time to sabotage the results that we're going to get. It happens subconsciously and sometimes consciously because what you've done is you've decided that if I do this, it's going to give me the outcome that I want. Unfortunately, most of the time when this happens, what we're doing is feeding unhealthy beliefs about ourselves, about the world and the thought patterns that we have about if I do that, this is what it'll mean. So by making sure that we do whatever we need to do to control that sabotage by calling it out, by resisting it and rejecting it. We're able to use what we've already done in the first three steps to move forward into the next one. Number five is to choose the strategy. Now that you've got your brain in a state that's able to make good logical decisions rather than emotionally making decisions based on untrue or limiting beliefs on false information that your inner dialogue has been giving you, you're now able to make a logical decision on which strategy you're going to use. Now, that strategy is about what's the next step? What do I need to do right now to move myself towards that result that I want, that destination that I've decided I want to go to? And by doing that and taking a single step without the overwhelm of being all wound up in the emotion being trapped by those triggers and those normal thoughts and behavior that we're leaving behind. What you're able to do is navigate from that initial emotion through to a behavior that's going to give you the result that you want without all the conflict and strife, without all the stress, without feeling bad about yourself because you've gone off with this normal negative behavior again and you're able to go one step closer and then choose the next step and the next step so that you are breaking it down. You are slowing down. You are acting out of the logic and therefore you're going to get a better result. By using this five-step process that starts with that initial emotion and ends up with that positive behaviour, you're going to enjoy your day way more. You're going to be able to go through situations that are emotionally charged and remain a lot calmer. You're going to get the behaviour that you want to get the results that you want. We are an emotional being with a brain that enables us to make good, logical choices on how to navigate those emotions. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we look at how we can maintain our own self-care, how we can ask questions of ourselves and others to make sure that they are travelling the best that they possibly could be in terms of their own mental health. And we can shift some thinking and some behavior for the next part of our journey so that we can get where we want a lot faster. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com